is the Kate Daly Show. Born on the bayou. Born on the bayou. Born on the bayou. Born on the bayou. Now I can see my water roots. <laughs> I can kind of feel it now. We were born from fish. Interesting. Uh, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. And of course, uh, get healthy. I know you're probably looking at your drawer of supplements and you're worried and you don't know what to take. I, if I were you, just because I've been down these roads, I would take Balance of Nature because it has all the health effects. Balance of, I take Balance of Nature and I take copper and magnesium. So I take Balance of Nature and uh, .com, code word is Kate, helps the show and also you get the most savings, 35% off and free shipping. But it's an amazing supplement and you'll see that as you start to take it because it's that awesome. You'll notice in about 10 to 12 days. But that's the one that I take because I, I, it's 31 fruits and vegetables a day, which you know you're not eating. And you know that the health benefits of those fruits and vegetables are what's going to help you. So please, please uh, go to balanceofnature.com because I know it's going to help. Okay, I've had friends on this for 20 years. They just never get sick. I'm like, what's the deal? So I started taking it and I love it. Balanceofnature.com. Uh, for uh, get that product, they'll ship it out in 24 hours, and then also go to activatefiq.com. Activate FIQ, F is in Frank. Activate FIQ, and get copper and magnesium, and take those together too. Really helps. Um, so we have a lot to talk about, <laughs> but um, first of all, I want to start out with this clip because we're so we're so just after elections and and that sort of thing that. Um, I want to talk about this story. This was Bridgeport, Connecticut, and the judge basically said, um, there's so much fraud that I can't ignore it in the, the voter fraud that I can't ignore it. So here's the story from Epic Times. Here you go. Oh, I have to actually turn off my music in order to do that. Hey, it's live radio. What can I say? Okay, here we go. Sorry about that. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. In a truly shocking turn of events, five days ago, a judge over in Connecticut overturned a primary election because the evidence of ballot fraud was just so overwhelming. You heard that right. The evidence of fraud was just so unmistakable, including video footage of people stuffing dozens of ballots into the boxes, that the judge in the case had pretty much no other choice other than to just throw out the results and call for a new election. The, ele- the, the thing that happened was the absentee ballots. So the race came in and it looked like people were really truly voting for the Republican, not the Democrat incumbent. When it came to the absentee ballots, I guess everybody that sends in an absentee ballot was a Democrat. is a Democrat. <laughs> and so how unfortunate for the Republican, right? Because, you know, what are the odds? So they all came in and, of course, flipped the race to 250-something votes over. And then they said, well, this is a little too strange, a little too coincidental, um, that everybody away votes the Democrat, but people in the town of Bridgeport are voting for the Republican. So... Mm-hmm. Um, they, the, the judge tossed it out. Now, I, the reason I play that is because, oh my gosh, you have to look at, that was a city, right? You know, that was city. You have to look at the ramifications going all the way down to local and city races. Voter fraud. Here, the, here's the issue that people don't seem to understand. What's up? If, it, if they proved in this one area it happened, uh-huh. well... If you've ever voted, you kind of have a tendency to understand Mm -hmm. that ballots are kind of the same in all districts, Mm -hmm. everywhere we Mm -hmm. vote, we vote. Everybody's Mm -hmm. voting. Yeah. 
It's not like, oh, it's just this isolated right. little group that did it. No, it's It's true. happening everywhere the same way. Ballot stuffing. They have video on top mm-hmm. of video of the ballots being stuffed into the mailboxes. Yeah, and it's the absentee ballots. Yeah. And they're kind of coming up with them from thin air. And here's the deal, too. You have that problem, okay? And then you also have the Albert sensors. And the Albert, named after Albert Einstein sensors, are on the machines throughout the country on for the software. Vote goes in okay. Then when it's transferred, calculated, and thrown together with all the other numbers, it changes. It's all connected to the internet. And and they do it in such a way that mm-hmm. it really it's always close. Yeah. It's not yeah. like they don't try to win by a landslide. Yeah, I know. They but wanna... think of it this way, though. Think of it this way. Don't you find it odd that we have three, basically almost three-fourths of the nation's conservative? Uh-huh. How are we losing any races? Well, when when almost 80% mm. of the United States mm. says they're unhappy with the way the Democrats are running things, how does a Democrat win anywhere? Yep. I mean, the odds alone are against them every time but they seem to pull out these monumental victories yeah if if you want to make a lot of money go to a bookie in las vegas and bet on democrats because they're losing in the polls right but you know when it comes to the victory they can snag that they come in as a long shot (laughs) and i shouldn't have said monumental because they're close the big yeah it's very it's always oh on the you know on the on the on the edge of our seat and there's several reasons it's close if okay. they're close enough they don't trigger a recount mm. wow you're right no you're right oh you guys we got problems right here in river city in everybody's river city that's the problem and we got it we have to address it and it's not getting addressed and we all know that then we all walk into the elections hoping and you know, crossing our fingers and toes. Ooh, I just hope we see something different. I hope we see the truth. We're not going to see the truth. Um, there was a story in Vegas that kind of caught your eye. It more than caught my eye. It made me sick. Yeah, it made me sick too. There was, early in November, a high school student, 17 years old at Rancho High School in Las Vegas, was beaten. I've read dozens and dozens of articles about this event. The boy died later after the beating. He had been trying to save another boy who was being bullied by this mob. Right. They turned on him, beat him, he died. Another boy tried to interfere and save him. He was also beaten. He didn't die. I've seen dozens of articles about this. Why are they not... One article mentions... That yep. the boy who died is white and the mob was black. And they won't talk about it. Rancho High School is 93% people of color. 93%. And yet nobody will talk. Can you imagine what would be going on in this country right now if 15 white kids beat a black child to death? <sighs> We would have nonstop coverage. And violence all over the country. This poor boy, uh, Jonathan Lewis, to make matters even worse, if you can make it worse, the, the boy was killed by a mob of 15. Um, he had stood up for another kid, a smaller kid that was bullied. 
So the mob went after him. Yeah. Oh, it just, it just, it's heart wrenching. This one's heart wrenching and they won't talk about it. In fact, people on Facebook are trying to share it and it's getting banned. Yep. Yep. Because it's 15 black kids going after one white kid. It's, it's, it's beyond criminal. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is something seriously wrong with a society where high school kids are ganging up and beating a child to death. Yep. And obviously pictures were taken. So how were pictures taken? And you and don't where were see those, any. And where were those people that took the photos? Why were they not jumping in to help this kid? These guys surrounded this kid. This kid's name is Jonathan Lewis. His dad's an electrician in Vegas. And they've been there 50 years. The family's been there a long, long time. Long roots in there. And, and it was it's so horrifying. It's so horrifying on every level. And I, my heart goes out to this family because the news won't talk about it. And are these kids even going to get, you know? No, the police in are investigating. Oh, still investigating. Yeah, they're still even investigating. Even though there's pictures. There's yeah. pictures. Not, there's, vid- there's a dozen videos. They won't show them. Well, so, the, so people stood around and took photos and videos, but didn't stop in to help nope. this kid. And this kid was beaten. He was found bleeding from the head. And, and um, it was over for him. This poor kid, 17 years old, standing up for somebody. And there were some people on Facebook putting this, this post up and saying, this is happening at all the schools in Vegas, and no one's talking about it. Be wow. right back. I know. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. More with Uncle Milty when we come back. Daly Show. I've got Uncle Milty with me and uh, wrapping up this hour and then uh, Dr. Pesta uh, comes on, Dr. Duke Pesta, the amazing Duke. Um, so, just coming on back, please text Birch 989898. Please get some advice from them. Advice is free and they'll tell you some things you can do and some IRS loopholes and some things you can avoid and, 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 uh, and take advantage of at the same time. And oh my gosh, there's so much to know. And uh, please just make sure you're armed with the right information. And I trust Birch Gold. So text 989898 and text my name, Kate. Okay. Such an easy thing to do. Do it right now while you're watching or listening to the show and you'll get some wonderful information. We were just talking about this, um, case because it's so it's just so sad there's so many people saying this will not be tried as a hate crime it won't be prosecuted like a hate crime when it should be if that's what the standard we're going by you know how i feel about hate crime in general because all crime is like that but but in but it's so one-sided here's a quote from the father Mm -hmm. and this really bothers me because it it makes no sense the father said I think there's just a failure of all of humanity to recognize that we need to be teaching our youth how to coexist. What does that right. what does that mean? Mm-hmm. We haven't been teaching our kids to get along with other people. Yeah. We haven't been taking them to church. We haven't mm-hmm. been helping them learn the difference between good and bad, right. evil and rotten. No, we've no. been trying to do that. These yeah, kids, of course, just... we have. 
Yep. This is an extreme minority that does these kind of things. Right. And I'm, I don't necessarily mean racial minority. It's a minority of kids mm-hmm. that behave like this. I agree. It's not all of humanity right. not coexisting. No, I, I actually agree with that. And um, I know he's probably, I can't imagine what he must be going through. The well, dad. I'm but sure at the same time, you're right. But he's it's, it, but it's there he it. is making the progressive statement mm. we all just need to get along. Right, right. Nonsense. Yeah, no. These boys need to be prosecuted for stomping fullest. a boy to death over hating him because he stood up to protect a kid that was littler than them, that they were abusing, that they were um, going after and uh, oh, it just it makes me so sad. Uh, this story, it really it did it. It really made me ill, like physically ill, and yeah. I, I'm just so sorry for this family. I really am. Um, I can't imagine. I can't. I don't know if any of us can. But that's the that's the double standard, and that's what we were pointing out was the double standard of this kind of case. Because if it was the other way around, oh. you would not. You would be hearing this until next week, twenty four seven. Yeah. And the president would be speaking out about oh, it, yeah. and oh my gosh, everybody, because they do want a race war in this in this country. They, I think they so. They truly do. You know, the, it, a race war is us fighting against each other. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid of that. What they're afraid of is us fighting against them. Bingo. No, you're exactly right. Exactly right. Um, it's. Um, disconcerting isn't it it's really really sad to hear about all this hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead hey i'm hi. uncle milton hi. you know this whole this tragedy this thing that happened in in vegas mm-hmm. i tell you where its origins were mm-hmm. and I'll just come out and say it. it it began when barack obama took the oath of office in 2009 mm, i think this country was largely over the issue of racism mm-hmm. by that time yeah. we'd we'd overcome it and we'd said enough of it okay yeah. Yeah. we don't care we don't care what the color of your skin is and and all he's since that time i swear all he's done is thrown gasoline on the fire and, you're right you know, no you're but, right it's a great you know, point thank you for that it's a fantastic point i so appreciate that being said hi caller i'm sorry trying to get trying to get to everybody look I, I agree with that and then of course he did the trayvon thing and you know he would he would have been my son kind of rhetoric but it was interesting that him being president should have shoved all of that down right but yep. no he inflamed it and made it a sure. hundred times worse yeah for sure hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead hey kate i i would almost guarantee to you that in that school district they teach the critical race theory yep and oh, that yeah. makes it so that the black community feels victimized by the white community so thereby it's just going to build a racial hatred no that's a great point and you're right this, this coexist is not not in the critical race theory idea nope. it's Basically, it's whites are supposed to become subservient to the blacks because of the racial uh, inequities of the past. So now that gives them the rights and the abilities to basically be overlords over the whites because you have to you have to give me the power now because you were so evil in the past. Yep. No, you're you're right. Thank you for that. Yep. I'm with you. Except. We weren't evil in the past. The past was the past. Right, right. No, I'm with you. Yeah, they're turning this into this, you know, um, entirely strange 
taken out of context message as well. And these youths that did this, that stomped this kid to death and nobody jumped in to help and not even anybody taking photos, that's all on them. Yeah. It's all on them. They they need to be prosecuted for such. And I hope they're prosecuted hard on that. I Publicly. really do. Publicly, yeah. Um, but like the like everyone's saying, they don't think it's gonna be a, a hate crime yet they'll prosecute in a second if it was the other way around. Sure. Wouldn't it be the same emotions that are behind the stomping this kid to death? I would imagine. As a matter of fact, Mm -hmm. a white kid would be punished more severely just for saying he was going to beat the heck out of a black kid. He didn't even have to do it. Just say you're going to do it. That's a hate crime. You're right. You're right. Oh, you guys, weird times, really strange times. And um, I w- if, I, if I were you, I would actually get your kids out of public school. Oh, please. And I think Duke coming up would, would definitely uh, recite <laughs> that message because let me just tell you what it's turning into. And like the caller said, it was very insightful, the whole critical race theory thing. That is being told to these kids. They, yep. are, they are putting people in certain victimization groups and it has nothing to do with the conscience of the kid or what the kid's about or or the evil that one kid could partake in. It's about you as a race have been victimized. So you as a race really can get away with stuff because you, you're the sad victim yeah. in this story. That's what's so sickening about this. <sighs> when they're not a victim of anything. No, no. We'll be right back um, on the show. Uh, tomorrow we'll be doing a big financial uh, piece so you can know exactly where we're at financially. We'll talk about every aspect and realm of that. Got a great guest on Wednesday. Melissa will join us in a couple of weeks, but I've got a great guest on Wednesday afternoon. We've got great guests this week. Chris Ann Hall on Thursday. Um, our constitutional expert and attorney. And uh, we just have, I'm juggling a lot of guests right now. I know. And it's so crazy uh, that some of the guests that I want to announce, but can't yet until it's completely (laughs) solidified. But we have some great guests coming on the show. Um, And I can't believe we're this close to Thanksgiving. It just seems bizarre. But in any case, um, look, uh, we're going to be right back. Stay with us because Dr. Duke Pesta is coming on and uh, he's always fantastic. I mean, you know, it's going to about to get really good. And uh, I can't find my uh, going out music. <laughs> so, <laughs> so as we sit, I uh, literally can't find it. Yeah. And um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah.